Okay, Aaron Gilchrist, this is so great. We've known each other for a while and and, and here we are uh, on Fast Forward. Um, gosh, let's just, we're, we're gonna talk about fleet management. We're gonna go around <laughs> around the horn, I guess. You as someone that knows fleet management pretty well, um, hey, listen, why don't you tell us about your background in, in, in fleet? Sure. Um, again, hi everyone, so good to be with Chris. Anytime I get to talk with Chris, it's always super fun and we, we just talk about a little bit of everything. Um, so yeah, I I worked for um, retail organizations doing retail management. I loved the idea of thinking about where what I was selling, where does it come from? I, I the supply chain, right? So I switched gears and moved on to the supply chain and distribution side of retail, and had a ball doing that for the limited for many years, and was recruited by Safelight to come on board. Um, I thought I was going into a retail position. I'd be a GM. I get to go out there and, and work with operations. Like I have so much experience in. And after I interviewed with a few people, they were like, you know, maybe we should put you in this process analyst role. And I'm like, um, I have to sit behind a desk and, and process analyst role. I love that. I know where this is going, but go ahead. <laughs> so they, they're, they were smart though. They, they knew that I could learn the business pretty quick that way. I'm out doing field audits. I'm talking to people like that are doing the work that I used to do that field management piece. Brilliant. And I did learn the business really, really quickly. And in my spare time, cause I did have a little bit of that. I started getting involved in the safety committee at Safelight, which was like fleet and risk at the time and uh, philanthropy and just getting my hands in everything, which is kind of my jam. And the risk manager who was over uh, the director who was over risk and fleet at the time, um, you know, liked the contributions that I was making from a process perspective, from overall, um, like an overarching management perspective. I had the the mindset of process improvement um, from my retail days and my distribution supply chain days. And he said, you know, you'd be really good at this fleet thing. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I mean, and you made a good point, like no one sets out to be a fleet manager, right? I mean, that's interesting, but, but then how do you become the best you can be? How do you evolve into that role? I mean, can you just sort of get into generally solving the pressures of fleet managers today? Cause those pressures aren't getting any less, right? Mm -hmm. No, actually, I think the the more complexity that we add um, to our OEM portfolios and our tech stacks, I mean, it just gets a, to be a lot for us to wrap our heads around. But I'll first say that, you know, how do you be the best you can be? I think starting there, it's really leaning on your um, industry partners. We have a we have a really unique industry in fleet. Um, you know, I think about our relationship, Chris how we got to know each other and working together in this um, this idea of fleet forward, right? How can we continuously be talking about next? So I think successful fleet managers are thinking three to five years out yeah. and constantly, but they're always still stuck in the now because they have a very tactical job by nature, right? So it's about how do I do the tactics, do the strategy, then build out the, the project and change management all at once. And that's really about building a team around yourself, but you're not alone. You don't have to be, I would say, lean on your internal partners, lean on your external partners, meaning your suppliers. Um, they can be doing more than they're doing. 
Sorry, supplier network. Yeah, that's a really you. good point about suppliers being more, lean on your suppliers more, lean on your telematics provider more to really get more out of your, that brain that is in your vehicles. Right. I mean, right. I mean, just don't assume that um, your supplier knows exactly what you need. I would say, make sure you have a tight relationship, make sure they know your business and, and have them go out and get in the cabs with your drivers. Right. I made all my suppliers do ride alongs with the drivers and come back and tell me how they could be doing a better job. Management is in the title, right? So you're going to have to sort of collect a team. Um, and, and I guess you said something that's really salient too, is that the day-to-day -day is what you're going to focus on normally, but you simply always have to be thinking of the future. And that's hard because it's always sort of this vague thing that's you don't have to deal with right now. I mean, what is there one tip you can give to, you know, help folks envision how to do that. Right. I think, you know, industry events are, have always been a great place for us as fleet managers to yep. see what's out there. But also we, if you're a managed fleet, let's just go there for a second. If you're a managed fleet, uh, meaning you have some partnerships that help you do what you do every day, those partners have access to a multitude of, of options out there. And some they're tied to and some they're not. But I suggest a combination of go out in the market and look for solutions, ask for help from your supplier networks, put those things together, and then ask your fellow fleet managers because we have done this before. Many of us have gone through iteration after iteration of process, operating practice, um, safety policy, tech stacks, we're all doing it and working on it consistently and renewing it. So ask your fellow fleet managers for help, um, you know, when you're thinking about a, a yeah. problem you're trying to solve for. Yeah, that's great. And you meet them at the shows, right? I mean, the, that face-to-face, -face, that exchange of a business card or a number um, really goes really far to like- The organizations, I mean, yeah. Af AFLA, NAPA, yeah. um, NTEA, these yeah. are organizations mm -hmm. that help you meet yeah. people like you. Yeah. yeah, these are great. So, um, you know, I wanted to ask you, what do you think right now in this new world of technology, what are the must-haves with the, the tech stack for fleets? Right. So I think that a very bare minimum is telematics devices and vehicles. Okay. Right. And, and I know a lot of people um, have gone down this road. I also know that driver distraction in these last many years have has changed the game on accident management and driver behavior management. So I'd say starting with telematics is, is great. You can look at driver behavior behind the wheel. You can reduce accidents. You can reduce accident severity. You can also do a lot of other fun things like reduce fuel consumption, um, better maintain your vehicle. So there's a many, many things you can do when you're maximizing the data that you get okay, from the yeah. telematics device. Safety, fuel management, right up there. Uh, driver, driver performance to scorecarding, I guess. Uh, uh, life, life cycle of the vehicle. I mean, life cycle of the vehicle. Sure, mm -hmm. those are those are right up there. I think so. Telematics. Um, you know, in our pre-call, uh, we were talking about dash cams. Uh, what's your thoughts on on those inward-facing cameras, outward-facing cameras? Yeah. So uh, when I say tech stack, I think. You know, the minimum is this telematics device. The driver has this, you know, some sort of MRM, right, yeah. where it can connect and you can interact with the driver in a safe way. Um, 
so that they can get this feedback that they need to do a better job, right? And to follow those policies that you work so hard on. And then I think with the onset of all of these things, right, double-edged sword, then the distraction um, of the driver has increased. And that's everyone, your grandmother, your mom, your kid, everyone. So then with the AI video dash cam, it gives us two opportunities. It faces outward and says, here's what's going out on the going on out in the roadway, right? Here's what I can tell a driver in real time when they're changing lanes when they shouldn't be. They're getting too close to someone. They're going to have an accident and alert them and they can make a change in their behavior and prevent that. The inward facing, I think, is the big critical piece now. Sure, yeah. We can manage our driver's own distraction. Outward helps us manage everybody else's distractions, but inward right. helps us manage the driver. It helps the driver break those habits maybe they didn't mean to um, develop, right? They're looking at their phone. Maybe there's someone who has a tendency to fall asleep. And I saw a horrifying video recently where um, a box truck driver had um, really done one of these, you know, and oh. completely um, checked out in the camera, woke him up in time. He was doing okay. 60 miles an hour on a highway with a tractor trailer on his right mm -hmm. and, and other traffic on his left. Imagine how catastrophic that could have been had he not been awakened. So yeah. I think that, that the combination of the data that you get from the um, AI video dash cam inward and outward and the telematics device, what it can tell you, um, all the things we just talked about, that combination of data, I think can really set up a, um, uh, a, a stack of technology and a stack of data that can give you extremely valuable insights um, to manage your fleet in the safest and most efficient ways. Uh, you know, we, I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about uh, this, you know, sort of path to electrification wherever fleets are, some starting sooner, some starting later. I mean, fleet managers' roles are really going to kind of change and expand in this environment. They're, they're having to worry a little bit more about things that maybe even outside of, you know, business hours like charging. Um, <laughs> How in the world, with all the data that's coming in, are the fleet managers going to take on the this this new role? I mean, where yeah, do we go? I know it, it's so much fun. I, this is what I love about being a fleet manager is because it's like never a dull moment. But I think that when I think about, and I don't want to oversimplify it, but I think sometimes we overthink things. Like if I'm managing my fuel fuel program, I want to know when drivers are driving after hours. So what do I do? I have an alert that tells me or that local manager when his workforce is driving after hours. So think about EVs in the same way. You know they need charged and they probably need charged overnight, right? Um, so you get an alert that says this vehicle isn't plugged in or the driver gets an alert, plug in your vehicle. I mean, with the tools and technology, even basic tools and technology, we can set this infrastructure up inside of our organizations to make sure that vehicles get charged, stay charged. And then the, the next level of that is, okay, how do I, how do we even go down this path? How do I even go down the EV path? I mean, again, when you think about the fleet ecosystem, I think that in the past, some alternative types of fuels, it was build it and they will come. And I can tell you from experience, CMG, yeah. 
that that was a tough um, experience. I know for, for my me and my fleet, but with ED, it's a little different. There is a lot going on in this space, and this is going to move a little quicker than what we've seen this alternative fuel and our alternative fuel technology move in the past. So we all wade in these waters together, you know, then, then the infrastructure will um, have to keep pace. Again, if it were me and I'm saying, should I early adopt? Well, we can all early adopt, right? As long as we run a pilot, right? I would never go out today yeah. and buy, you know, unless I'm certain companies, but I, I wouldn't go out today and buy, you know, 2000 EVs. I'm going to buy 25 or 50 and I'm going to operate them in an area where I already know they're going to work and I'm going to work out those kinks and I'm going to build policy around it. I'm going to start the process of building out my EV um, program management, right? And then as the infrastructure grows, I can grow with it. If there's a reason why I need to move faster, then that's a conversation with the fleet ecosystem. Who's building infrastructure and who can support you? Again, we go back to that fundamental approach of reach out to the industry, reach out to your partners, find out how you can move quicker, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, no, really good points. Hey, listen, uh, we could go on and on, Aaron. You know that, uh, the two of us. Hey, tell, me about, <laughs> t tell our audience about your podcast. Yes. Yeah, so um, I am fortunate enough to be able to kind of do this um, as often as I want to, but weekly, at least, I'll be posting um, a podcast I've been um, filming and posting here for a few weeks. And we're talking, it's called The Straight Talk on Fleet. You can find me on LinkedIn and then link to anywhere, Spotify, Apple, Wistia, any of those channels, wherever you listen and find content, that's where you can find me. Um, but I will be talking about it's the straight talk on fleet. That's that's what we'll be doing. I, I'm just kind of putting myself in this virtual room with a bunch of people like me and talking shop um, about topics like we talked about today, things that are important to us, sustainability, fuel, maintenance, EVs, what's next, um, project management, change management, all the things that we as fleet leaders have to think about all the time. And it blows my mind on how we do it, but we do it. And sometimes we don't do it right. And I like to share those experiences too. And um, yeah, just learn and grow together. And eventually I hope to do like some fun things like this mm -hmm. and also do like an ask me anything, right? And just have people out there shooting questions. So yeah, it'll be fun. Be the straight talk on fleets. I love it. And be careful what you wish for with ask me anything, <laughs> right? But I know you're always there. For an answer which i love and um just want to let the audience know that aaron is going to be up on stage at the fleet forward slash fleet safety conferences uh and that's happening november 9th through 11th in in santa clara uh looking forward to having you aboard there aaron thanks i hope i see some of y'all out there it's i'm excited to get back to fleet forward it's a great great show and fleet safety it's yeah it's going to be all encompassing so well, that's great. Uh, just in time, there's a wood chipper that's starting in my lawn here. So uh, I guess we're ending at a good time. So, hey, thanks a lot, Erin. I really appreciate good. it. Thank you, Chris. I'll see you soon. Okay, great. Thanks for listening. Yeah.